and now they've reloaded their war chest, so they have more money to go after more brokerages. Yeah, more money to go. So they get can months. sue more of us. Yeah, sue thing. happy. Wow. Welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. We are here with Kayla, Keith, and Elliot. How's what up, guys? I'm curious what's going on with uh, Curbio now that mm. uh, they actually are getting sued as well. So the um, attorney general is bringing a lawsuit to Curbio, or I guess suing Curbio, for basically misleading consumers saying that uh, that Curbio is claiming to over-improve their house and get as much as 200% return on the investment of their property. So not only that, they're quoting that there's, you know, sho- uh, shoddy work for premium pricing. And ultimately, Jay, you said that um, that there, there was one house that they forced into foreclosure, right? Yeah, what, I read in the, in the article. What they, market? Because you just said attorney general, though, because there's lots of attorneys. It was Washington, yeah. D.C. Yeah, yeah, Washington, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, so in some markets, I'm sure they get 200% out of. I'm sure they do, too. Uh, you know, but not all markets, you know, obviously. So what I find interesting about this is the complaint alleges that there was discrimination on behalf of <laughs> Curbio for marginalized and mm. older uh, people. And the um, the aggrieved people are in their 90s. They're older. And apparently it was like this one section where the residents happened to be older and skew predominantly african-american mm-hmm. and so they're claiming that there was you know they're, they're claiming some allegations in that regard too so the, we were just talking though that you know in our in our unique market right now this is actually i mean it the the value proposition that it brings in the marketplace i think is actually you know quite monumental which is why we see so many top producing agents that they're actually leading with hey we'll improve your property uh, get it in top condition to be able to sell it fast and for a premium price, right? There are agents around the country that are even doing this with their own funds or they're partnering with, you know, companies like Curbio, Revive. Um, obviously, at Zudilio, you have the ability to cash them out, renovate the house, resell the property, and get the difference, right? So these are all unique value propositions that I think a lot of top agents are absolutely getting sellers to raise their hand for. Now, with that said, if they're gouging and they're taking advantage of people, like in certain cases where they improve the property, they lean the house based on uh, between what was owed and then the additional. Everybody lien. leans the house when I they know. do work uh, on a no, property. No, no, that's I know that. like, yeah. To me, that's like that's a nothing burger. They all no, no, file no. a mechanics lien. Uh, right. Let me finish because what I'm saying is, is what happened after the fact is they improved the house put an additional lien for $100,000 on it, and I'm just using round numbers here, but $200,000 mortgage, $100,000 lien on it, and it's now worth two seventy-five, dollars and they drove it to, to foreclosure, right? So be, because because of what went on, right? They couldn't couldn't get an offer that was going to pay off the their, their mortgage plus the renovation costs. Hmm. Uh, we don't know what... I don't know if that was, was the situation. Sure. I, I, I'm, I don't know either. But Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, if you are listening and you are not subscribed to our channel, I'm going to invite you to subscribe. Please also ring that notification bell so you get updated of our new episodes. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we just want to say thank you so much for watching, supporting, all of the good vibes. We appreciate you. Yeah, so I wonder how Curbio is feeling. I wonder if this impacts their, their reach in the market. Well, I mean, and or like, but I think I think your sentiment is right, right? If they're if they're not targeting 
the consumers making the offers directly to the, the homeowners. Agent. Yeah, yeah just the, agent the agent that's, like, that's hey. saying, hey, this is a section that could absolutely benefit from this opportunity, right? If we improve the property, it's an older house that, hey, they're 20 years old and or, or 40 years old, and more times than not, they're going to need a little TLC. And this is now an additional way that I can make 5% plus sell the house for a higher price and get a higher commission because now I'm selling it for a higher price. But there are properties that it doesn't make sense absolutely to do repairs. Mm-hmm. It makes more sense to res- or sell it as is. Yeah, and let, Just uh, tear uh, them down. let, let the next buyer <laughs> yeah, go well, with it. Or a, yeah, and because the house is the... the, the um, the value of the house isn't there, you know. Yeah. Like you, you know, you have a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, and it needs a hundred thousand dollars remodel. You're not going to get two hundred percent of your of your right. investment because that would be exactly that'd be insane. You know, it's it's um the ceiling is the ceiling. Yep, makes yep. sense to me. But if you're in you're in San Francisco, and you have a you know fourteen hundred square foot house that needs three hundred thousand dollars of remodeling, and it's just original, you're probably going to get six hundred thousand dollars of value there. Yep. Um, if you fix it up, but doesn't happen, doesn't hurt, in, or doesn't happen uh, in every market. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that story just to figure out more of the details. I don't feel like we have all the all the no, details. We don't have all details, you know, just a. Because we don't work. We 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 see a lot of that happening in our in our system, and it's just always intriguing, you know, to, to see what a how a consumer feels they were taken advantage of <laughs> when, yeah. the, when a property was renovated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is really interesting. I mean, by and large, I it's, it's one of the best products I believe that we offer is that home improvement sale with mm-hmm. nothing out of pocket. That's and a huge opportunity. Y- exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it does make me a little sad to see them getting this kind of backlash. Obviously, I don't know the details. Maybe they deserve it. Uh, you're right, Keith. We're going to have to kind of stay tuned and fact find. And I'm surprised that Inman hasn't done an article on it. Me too. Because I came out Washington Mm. Post yesterday. Actually, our producer of the show, Colby, found it. And, you know, usually we find most real estate news on Inman or Housing Wire first. But, yeah, not that one. Hey, in in an update to the commission lawsuit, I thought this was kind of interesting. So the court (coughs) granted uh, preliminary approval of the settlement between anywhere and Remax, mm. and essentially what this means is that the CEOs of those companies should be like CEOs of the decade for the real estate industry, uh, <laughs> because part of the class certification that was given, it essentially protects any Remax or anywhere uh, franchisee, everything. During uh, that period, right? And into the future. And in the future. So wow. now, so what? What? I, I follow Rob Hahn. I talk about him all the time. Rob, if you're listening, uh, I love your brilliance. And basically what he skinned out is a future where a lot of these brokers are getting sued and the safest place to be is going to be Remax or yep. an Anywhere company. Yep. And he thinks we're going to see a, a massive flight to those companies to protect themselves from shakedowns. Uh, I could totally see that happening. We already talked about that, right? Like where that sucks for a lot of these bigger brokerages where there's going to be a bunch of fear when all this shakes out that they're going to bounce because if you have, you know, 10 closings that are coming in the company, all of this, you know, the hammer drops and all of a sudden now they can't pay you and you, you did all this work and you can't even get your commissions. That's crazy. 
it caused agents to be scared and bounce. Something <laughs> else interesting that Rob Hom pointed out was that because Anywhere and Remax are already depositing funds into the settlement account, basically, of course, the attorneys are going to get their cut and they have to file with the court within the next 30 days the percentage that they're taking from it. And Oof. he estimates it's going to be about 25%. And essentially, 25% of the settlement amounts works out to about 20 to $30 million. And now they've reloaded their war chest so they have more money to go after more brokerages. Yeah, more money to so go they get can sue more of us. Yeah. Sue like, happy. Wow. So Thank you, Anywhere and Remax. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, if that, they were smart. But is that, well, or, or yeah, is smart, that a kingpin yeah. move for them, right? They actually, oh, what, of course if, what if they looked at they're not all the moves hit. down the road on this are like, hey, they're not going to settle. If they win, <laughs> yeah. this is going to happen. Then they're going to re-up, and then they're going to keep attacking, and we're going to sit over here, Whoa, we're protected. Yeah, you might want to buy some Smart. In anywhere stock. Yeah. yeah. It's probably pretty cheap. <laughs> it, it is. But that's what we write. <laughs> I got a lot of it, 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 it might go, be a long hold stock. It could go anywhere, anywhere. stock. Yeah, because if they're, if, they're, if, I mean, if they're insulated and a lot of these, you know, they get a bunch of influx of agents coming to them because they don't want to get sued or, or they don't want to lose their, their commission if, yep. if their company gets sued and they have five in escrow and yep. their company freezes all their funds and I don't know. Yep. I mean, uh, it's pretty it's uh, pretty inexpensive, pretty like four dollars and it used to be like a buck. Yeah. Yeah, a while ago. I always tried traded it years back. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Like yeah. I think it was like back in like two thousand nineteen in the yeah. summer for some reason. You were trading Realogy at the time, like yeah. a lot. Hmm. Well, one more quick thing before we get into our, our segments, because I think it's just important to, you know, talk to our <laughs> listeners out there with with rates, right? That, that, you know, they're starting to be favorable. Well, maybe that's loosely. <laughs> seven, maybe that's loose. 7.3 yeah. is favorable. Yeah. Hey, he's better than eight. That's what <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, hey, if we go back to the 80s, right? It was 16% at, at times, right? Well, you want me to do the market minute? Yeah, now? let's yeah. go. Let's dive in. We, we got something that came out uh, just uh, today. Home sales fell to a 13-year low in October. Okay. So that means... Um, so uh, that's thirteen year low. Yep, uh, the average home sold for three hundred ninety one thousand eight hundred, an increase of three point four percent since last October. Hmm. So, um, we're, our prices went up, but uh, our sales transactions, yeah, yeah. So we're currently on a adjust, adjusted annualized rate of three point seven nine million homes sold for for this year. Wow, wow. So under four, under four, which is really low. And at the end of October, there are 1.15 million homes available for sale, which is down 5.7% since last October. So our inventory is 5.7% yep. lower than last year. 28% um, of homes sold above list price. Wow. Which was I thought was kind of interesting. Um, there's still people buying over list price, right? Um, and then sales fell in all price categories up to $750,000, which was... <laughs> Interesting, but there was uh, an increase in sales of higher end homes. Ah, an increase in sales of higher end homes. Yes, huh. homes priced above a million dollars were up just over nine percent from a year ago. Yeah, how many of those houses are bought in cash though? Yep, wealthier buyers end up intend um, either uh, tend not to use mortgages or they're less sensitive to monthly rate changes. So yep. they're still buying the million dollar homes. We've we've noticed that in Queen Creek. We have a lot of million dollar homes in Queen Creek, and um, we're seeing them seeing them. Under contract, you're like, wow, okay, this is all these million dollar homes are under contract. That's kind of interesting. Um, 
here we got first time home. Uh, this is this is all in the in the article about um, the uh, home sales falling 13 year low in October. First time home buyers represented 28 percent of October sales, which is kind of interesting. Um, unchanged from a year ago, and still significantly lower from the 40 percent share they have rep- represented historically. So, usually they're about 40 percent of home sales, 28 percent um, of them in October. Makes sense. Why below 750? Yep. Yep. It went down. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, individual investors bought 15% of the homes, down from 18% in September and 16% from a year ago. And all cash deals made up 29% of sales, up from 26% in October of 2022. Wow, 30%. That's that's wild. So, I mean, that what that tells me is obviously those all cash deals are taking advantage of maybe houses that it, I understand that 28% sold over list or 28% of the houses sold over list, but there's also going to be that little segment of cash is king, get a better deal. And we don't, I mean, obviously <laughs> the, the sales went down because the rates are up, Yep. but, um, you know, we're, we're still, we'll still, we're still trending up on a national, national level. Obviously there's, there's local levels where we've seen prices come down, but on a national level, 3.8%. Well, and I think that, I mean, there's a lot of uh, economists state that, right, any inventory will really start to move if we can get rates underneath 6.5%, right? That's a lot of things that I've seen, you know, heard. Well, hopefully inventory goes up if rates come down. Right. Because that's yeah. what right. we need. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It'll yeah. cause. It should. We're sitting on 1.15 million homes, which is, I mean, average. What would a, what a basic basic market would a be A healthy about. market. One five, like, right? um, No, I think it's, it's a little bit over it's, it's way, yeah, it's, it's over it's that. Two in the twos. Maybe it, you know, maybe it, yeah. I've often theorized though that if we rely on history to kind of set that bar, it might be inaccurate because there's more efficiencies in the market now, and consumers have yeah. access to real time data, and they can you know time moves in the past that maybe they wouldn't have been able to do, and so that could actually account for maybe the market just moves faster in general. Like maybe when we all started real estate, it was not abnormal for a house to be on the market for 90, 120 days, or even, you know, six months. months. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Well, anytime that, 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 I mean, right, remember the uh, normal numbers, anytime a market was less than four months, it was more of a seller's market, right? Favored seller went more than, you know, it was like balanced was that five, six ish. And then if it was longer then it was a market that favored buyers, I don't feel that way about today. If it's three months or more that your house is on the market, that's favoring the buyer. Right. So that's my point. I think, I think things have changed and then the perspective needs to shift a little on that. But 3.75 million homes in one year is really low. low. That's that's like, that's like, from the highs of like six million, that's what thirty five percent hit, forty percent hit. Yeah, that's, that's really that's, low. That's that's in two years, forty percent change yeah, in, in transaction volume. There's forty percent less paychecks out there for 40% us. Forty percent less <laughs> paychecks for agents that, and so we're seeing them drop like flies right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely interesting. Morgan Stanley came out today with their predictions, and they're predicting that next year we're going to see a three percent drop in home values. And they Across do, the board. yeah, they do believe that we'll see rates come down and that affordability will ease uh, in combination with rates coming down and a little bit of a decrease in prices. And then also they're saying that uh, they expect more inventory on the market. As rates come down, more sellers won't be as impacted by the lock-in effect. 
and they'll make a move and and that more we're likely going to see more sales in the latter half of next year than wh- in the first half. Where do you half. think these people are going to go though? <laughs> I, I I don't I'm I'm not seeing it yet, but maybe. Good old Morgan Stanley. I mean, I, I know I follow a guy on YouTube. He calls him Moron Stanley. Oh dear, Moron <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's his his clickbait, right? Mm-hmm. Well, stop yeah. the scroll. They 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 say a lot of things. Yeah, but it wasn't didn't Morgan Stanley come out and say something about Tesla? And then as soon as that happened, like Tesla stock skyrocketed. Yep. Yeah. And then, so and I then mean, they, and then they talk trash about him too. So. Yeah, but they they're influential in the markets. Yeah, they can definitely move move markets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why they do. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Money. Yeah, exactly. Cause it money, money. Going back to conspiracies, we always do. It's not a conspiracy. It should be the conspiracy cast. All right. So what we got going on for Dill of the Week is a little bit what we were talking about earlier in regards to renovating homes. So like to always love bringing these stories up because, you know, it's just a huge it's a, it's a really cool story, and a lot of agents and home sellers seem to find themselves in this situation. So, we all love animals, dogs, cats, all those types of things, but I have a ton myself. Love and if animals. your situation is anything like mine and the story that I'm about to tell right now, sometimes they're not always the most cleanliness animals and... They're not uh, convenient to have when you need to sell and move. (laughs) So a property that's currently being acquired right now, you know, they literally every single room, you can see a uh, a kitty litter box. So (laughs) I guess I don't know how many cats. Those smell so good. though. I don't know how many aesthetically as well as I don't know. uh, Incense. (laughs) I don't know how many cats are in this house, but. They've made it very convenient for them. I'll just say that way. It's a little <laughs> over the top Boy. in my personal opinion, but I think one is more than enough. Um, so anyway, you got you see cat litter boxes literally in every single room. And because of that, then they do have dogs too. So naturally, you know, these people allow the carpet to just be completely trashed, <clears throat> and it just it just doesn't show well. If you were to put the property on the market first and foremost. Most people probably wouldn't, they wouldn't have a good experience at all, right? It would just be immediately a turnoff, even if it was a, even if it was a nice floor plan. Even if it was a dog or cat person, they would they yeah. go in there and it's like, eh. Yes, exactly. Like, I wouldn't live this It just, way. it just literally wouldn't make sense to do it. Even if they move out and you leave the property in that condition, you still smell it. Hey, no one, no one else likes to smell other people's cat <laughs> even if you have your own. So... <laughs> That's yeah. just the bottom line, and so and where are all these cats and dogs uh, go when they're when people want to show the house? Like they're they're in they're in a car down the street. <laughs> a lot of people leave their cats hide under the bed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of don't, don't open the door. Cats. cats are inside. Don't open the door. So dog behind. We all love our fur babies, our fur critters, but it makes sense to streamline the process for them, right? Making your life and their life more convenient. So these particular sellers made the smart choice and decided to take the renovation. You know, they, we went under contract on the cash plus. They decided to do all new carpet, all new paint, right? That alone is just going to freshen up the property right then and there. But then now, you know, the, the property's been lived in, so we're going to uh, restore the kitchen, throw in quartz countertops, 
kind of spruce everything up and yep. truly transform yep. this place. So when it's all said and done, it'll make it feel there was no animals that have lived and trashed this property. And so that's always really exciting. And so we're uh, working on a project like that, that we're, we're getting ready to close this week and um, looking forward to see the transformation of that property. And they're going to make out for it. It's a really nice floor plan and they would be losing out on a ton of value by not doing this. Yeah, yeah, they just sell cool to a story. flipper or something, right? Cool story, Keith. What well, what market is that house in? Um, it's actually one here, home base in Arizona. Oh, oh no kidding! Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, like we can all say that we're not not judgmental, right? But when you walk into a house and you see people's stuff and their animals, whatever else, there's like sometimes you'll just pass judgment on a particular property and you'll cross it off your list because you don't like something that you see in that, right? So when by removing that obstacle you're keeping it as open to as many buyers as possible. Better, yeah, you got some you got elevating some the equity people that would go, mm, I can probably lowball them because a lot yes. of people won't make an offer. So if I make an offer really low, yes. I can get a <laughs> steal of a deal here. Yep, point, and, and and the the way the can property is, even though it's a more of a lipsticky type because otherwise the properties, you know, the bones are super super solid, newer house. Yeah. That's the flipper's dream where these yep. where flippers are going in yep. and quote unquote taking advantage. And when I say that, I mean that from a negative context. They are taking advantage of people um, because of those circumstances. Yeah, well, they, they can see through those hurdles and know what the return's going to be on it, right? If they yeah. can remove those obstacles and they put, you know, <clears throat> umpteen thousand dollars into the property and get a 50K return, well, now that money's going to that homeowner. So yep. kudos, kudos. It's really cool. I love it. Changing lives and homes at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? They're not going to be taken advantage of. No. I can show you that. And we're no. not going to put a lien on their house. No. <laughs> they're getting. They're getting the they're equity. Getting not. Out. They're getting the equity. Not the buyer. This is just a massive benefit for everybody to have a much greater resale experience. Well, how much easier is it for the agent to do their job, right? That's it's the it, it, too, it's, we don't it's talk better about. for the buyer. It's a better asset to resell. It's awesome for the listing agent, and it's awesome for the, uh, for the Absolutely. seller. Absolutely. Well, in today's viral vibes, I'm going to piggyback off of last week's viral vibes because Snoop Dogg announced that he was giving up smoke, and we talked about it. We also talked about how he was smoking 81 joints a day, how he <laughs> has a professional blunt roller on staff. And turns out we got had. Yep. So it was Snoop that's got hilarious. Us. It was, I totally got me. It was an ad. He was doing an ad for a company he partnered with. It was a smokeless grill. grill. And he posted this on his Instagram. I'm giving up smoke. I should have I should have saw that coming because it just said smoke. But I mean, man, when I went on Google, it was like the number one trending search. It had like millions and millions of search hits. Anyway, Snoop did not give up smoke. He gave up smokeless or he gave up a grill that smokes anyway um i like i like, I like a little smoke bang. in my I'm sure he owns sometimes. half that company too right oh dude. Yeah, you <laughs> know they were actually saying like the stock prices of those companies were probably going to go down it could have like really like screwed up numbers oh you're talking about his his weed company yes yeah right I, yeah i was thinking that too i'm like dang man that's so. not good for like his it's going to go down. <laughs> Getting old, finally got to him. I'm just thinking, I didn't know the 81. That's actually, it's more than mind-blowing to me. I've I've known a couple 81. people that that I've worked with in, in, in sales and other industries in, in long past ago, and that they were the pretty much 
smoke high all, smoke always. all day. And I, I would love to ask Mike, could you smoke 81 joints a day? Like, how would you feel? How do you function? How on earth? I don't know either. How do your lungs <laughs> look? That is a lot of like, weed. Damn. <laughs> Jason said that he probably just like smokes one like oh, once yeah. and not puts some. it and then doesn't. He always yeah. has a fresh. It's not joint, like he maybe. smokes the whole thing. Down maybe that's. Little roach. <laughs> yeah. He's probably, you know, because then it gets nasty. They just take a few puffs. Then uh, yeah, yeah. When you, when you uh, go bankroll like that. I play. I'm done with this one. Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you want to finish this one off? All the other uh, weed uh, smokers around him. I'll take your hand-me-downs. Hanging <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> around, getting his hand-me-downs. Okay, well, in this week's advice, I'm actually kind of uh, dovetailing off of uh, the, the viral vibe here where there's a lot of times that we are wanting to make sure that we're putting out new and fresh content. But if you can always ride the coattails of something else that's riding a mega trend, it behooves you to be able to kind of basically take that and recommunicate it to your uh, to your audience, right? So I want to encourage you guys to be able to do that, right? So whether it be something like this that you can talk about on a social media, right? It's all about that posting strategy where you're going to be talking about business. You're going to be talking about something fun, uh, maybe something inspirational, but also entertaining, right? So it's all of these types of things to where you want to make sure that you're capturing the eyeballs and earballs of your audience by creating fun and engaging content so that's what i got for you guys and some advice i totally got me it was an ad he was doing an ad for a company he partnered with it was a smokeless grill, grill. and he posted this on his instagram i'm giving up smoke I should have I should have saw that coming because it just said smoke. But I mean, man, when I went on Google, it was like the number one trending search. It had like millions and millions of search hits. Anyway, Snoop did not give up smoke. He gave up smokeless, or he gave up a grill that smokes. Anyway, um, I, like, is, I like I like I like a little smoke bang, in my I'm sure he owns sometimes. half that company too, right? Oh, dude. Yeah, you know they were actually saying like the stock prices of those companies were probably going to go down. It could have like really like screwed up numbers. Oh, you're talking about his his weed company? Yes. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I was thinking that too. I'm like, dang man, that's so. not good for like his. It's going to go down. <laughs> Getting old, finally got to him. I'm just thinking. I didn't know the 81. That's actually it's more than mind blowing to me. I've I've known a couple 81. people that that I've worked with in, in, in sales and other industries and in, in long past ago and that they were the pretty much smoke high all, always. Smoke all day. And I, I would love to ask Mike, could you smoke eighty one joints a day? Like how would you feel? How do you function? How on earth? I don't know either. How do your lungs <laughs> look? That is a lot. It's like, weed. damn. Jason said that he probably just like smokes one like oh, once yeah. and not puts some. it and then doesn't. He always yeah. has a fresh. It's not joint, like he maybe. smokes the whole thing. Down maybe that's a little roach. <laughs> yeah. He's probably, you know, because then it gets nasty. They just take a few puffs. Then it gets uh, yeah. Yeah. When you, when you uh, got bankroll like that. I play. I'm done with this one. Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you want to finish this one off? All the other. Uh, Weed smokers around him. I'll take your hand-me-downs. Hanging <laughs> <Yeah>. around, <laughs> getting his hand-me-downs. Okay, well, in this week's advice, I'm actually kind of uh, dovetailing off of uh, the, the viral vibe here where there's a lot of times that we are wanting to make sure that we're putting out new and fresh content. But if you can always ride the coattails of something else that's riding a mega trend, it behooves you to be able to 
kind of basically take that and recommunicate it to your uh, to your audience, right? So I want to encourage you guys to be able to do that, right? So whether it be something like this that you can talk about on a social media, right? It's all about that posting strategy where you're going to be talking about business. You're going to be talking about something fun, uh, maybe something inspirational, but also entertaining, right? So it's all of these types of things to where you want to make sure that you're capturing the eyeballs and earballs of your audience by creating fun and engaging content. So that's what I got for you guys. It's some advice. This week.